rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right, baby. All right, baby. All right. It's another week, another installment of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping it player. We're gonna keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're dropping this a little late this week, you know. Life is lifing, but yes, you know, we can't leave you a week without content. So you know, we we pull some strings together. We just met on another day, and we're gonna drop it later this week. Uh, today is Wednesday. We probably drop it today, so yeah. early Thursday morning. You know, how, you know, you know how we get down. But um, like what we say, God's God's God may not come when you want. Mm -hmm. He'll be there right on time. Yeah. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, how you doing, Terry? You know, life treating you good? What you got in your cup today? I got some vodka. You know what I'm saying? You know, because niggas been drinking. I've been drinking tequila all quarantine 2020. And, you know, I feel like I talk about liquor. I'm not an alcoholic. But um, uh, just switch it up. You know, I ain't, I ain't had no, no tea. No vodka in a minute, so I was like, let me go ahead and tap into that for a second. Okay, you guys, what brand? Well, we're not gonna talk about brands. Don't exactly, you can't shout out brands. Just know it's it's not bottom shelf. It's some okay. good, it's some good, some good tequila. I mean, good. Damn, I keep saying tequila. Some good vodka. Okay, all right. You know, uh, I'm doing well. In, uh, I got some got some nice wine in my cup. You know, you know, I'm keeping a gangster with a. Uh, so stay with wine, bro. Hey, bro, because listen, I drank, just for the people, this, this is partly one of the reasons why we're a little late for me personally. So we record <laughs> Sundays or we record Sundays or Mondays. And, you know, this past weekend, you know, I linked up with my little brother, you know what I'm saying, with some friends and whatnot. And we drank a lot of tequila, mm. and, uh, like tequila all day. And, you know, like I was 21 when I'm not. So that hangover was very real. It was a 48 hour, it was a good 48 hour hangover. Damn. I was on my deathbed Sunday. Didn't get right, didn't get physically right until like eight. You know what I'm saying? I just moseying along, being lazy. Mosey. I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to, you know, I, I got off the bed like at two. You know, I was, I was hydrating myself all day, but you know, just couldn't get right. And then yeah, that translated into Monday when I went to work. I was just mentally not there. Mm. Like, you know, I was just, I didn't want to do the work. I was just dragging, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I didn't get right, get right, right for my best self till Tuesday. And that's when we dropped. And, so if, and, then tell them, and then tell them what you hit me and said. So you hit me Monday and said. I said, <laughs> let me check my time. What did I say? This you nigga said, yeah, man. Uh, and, and it's crazy that he hit me because. Sunday I went out. It was uh it was Dom, shout out Dom, smack a hoe. It was his birthday celebration weekend. So I ended up linking up with him Sunday. Shout and I had was drinking, I was drinking 
like I was young too. I think I started around probably like three three p.m. and we was you know the the, the day party was supposed to start at four. This shit ended at eleven. So from three to maybe about ten. You feel me? It was going at it, yeah. And you know, I was mixing it up. I was pacing myself. I was drinking water and all that. But Monday, he uh, Monday, I was a little late to work. Got to yeah. work. Oh, I see. I said, I said, I was running behind on today's agenda. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He was very professional with it. Yeah. But it just like, so happened we was on the same wavelength. I was like, you know what, nigga? They'll be all right. We can push this shit back. We'll record sometime this week. Boom. Cause I, cause my ass. Monday, I didn't do shit. I came home, I ate, and I fell asleep. I didn't do shit because I was tired from Sunday. So it worked yeah. out, and here we are. And here we are. You know, back, back, and better than ever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, you know, the mind need the mind and body are spirits, man. You know, we it needs time to get right back with each other to align. And you know, at thirty, we just don't bounce back. You know, like. Uh, like I did, you know, at 24, 25, but, you know, shout out to the good brother, Dom, you know, he turned a big 3-0, big 30. Yes, sir. You know, so I just want to shout him out, you know, uh, hopefully he enjoyed his birthday, drank the finest of liquors, you know what I'm saying? Uh, felt well, looked good, you know, that whole spiel. But your birthday is coming up, sir. You got a, you turned a big 32. You know, I, I'm turning 32 and I realized, man, I actually, my lease ends like a couple of days after my birthday. So I'm gonna be moving during that time. Mm. And um, I'll probably just, I just wanna have a real nice dinner, friends and family. That's probably all I wanna do for my 30th. You know, I'm not too big in the birthday. I mean, I like, I love, I love celebrating my birthday, but I don't need nothing big. I like like getting shit done uh -huh. on my birthday. Like, all right, so if I get into my new place and have it set up and everything hooked up, cable hooked up, Wi-Fi hooked up, I would feel like that's a good present for me because I'm moving. I literally today, I put in the notice to my the place I'm at now that I won't be staying here. So, uh, you want to reveal to the to, to the to listeners where? You oh, listen. Well, I at a, maybe at a later date. You know what I'm saying? We'll have a, a real announcement about where where I'll be moving. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where is he going? Where will he end up? But um, so thirty is coming up. I got little under like I got like eighty days or some shit like that. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's going to be my present to myself, having a new place all set up. And then I was probably just going to have a dinner with friends and family. So, yeah. you know, the boy's going to have to pop up. You know, we're drinking the finest of Hennessy. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we're definitely going to have a, a little party. It's going to be a, <laughs> a little party, but, you know, it ain't going to be like in the, the other day. You know, we're going to keep it regular. You know, my birthday holds different meaning since, like, you know, as, I got, as I've gotten older. Like, it's, it's a time reflecting, you know, but I'm going to have a good time because I'm alive. That's the most important, baby. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? It's most important. Uh, let's get the show on the road, man. You know, you got anything to keep anything to keep it funky this week? Yeah, I want to talk to women, as I often do during this time in the uh, the podcast. You know, I just want to talk to women about how they talk crazy about men in general. Women say wild ass shit towards men about men. And it's, it's, it's fine because I guess men ain't shit. But I, I think it's wrong, especially when women talk about killing men. Like a woman could literally talk about killing a man 
and they don't get no flack for it. They be like, oh, kill him, sis. Not even off no like abusive type shit. Just like, oh, he didn't call you. Oh, you better kill him. Like what? Or like set him up, sis. Remember that that movie that Cardi B had at when they the whole movie was about strippers yeah, robbing men, about strippers robbing niggas and yeah. setting men up. And I will see up and down the timeline, you know what I'm saying? Maybe even on Facebook. I don't go over there very often, but you'll just hear women set him up, sis. Oh, you better kill him. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We are literally, I thought all violence is bad. Violence against men, violence against women, keep your hands to yourself, all this shit. But especially that setting up men part. It's like, it's cool for women to just say, you know how many niggas have died because of woman? Because of a woman setting them up? Yeah. You know, you know how many niggas have failed for the honey pot? Like they think there's some honey at the end of the rainbow, but no, it's a it's pops. Well, I don't know if it's pop smoke, but um, then who's a rapper that had a girl? Well, a lot of rappers have had girls steal their jewelry, steal their watches. And Young Bird, <laughs> yes, Hitmaker. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, Hitmaker. Hit yeah. Yes, that, that Hitmaker is a very good story. A woman, and this is right after Pop Smoke got killed. If y'all remember the story, a woman was um who he had been having relationships with was trying to set him up to have a home invasion on him. And the only reason why he was able to stop it is because he had cameras in his crib and I believe he was strapped himself. You know what I'm saying? So women, we understand all violence is bad. Men in, historically have done bad things to women. We know they have been oppressed. Women have been oppressed. And we're not doing that anymore. We're not on that page. But you can't in turn go around and flip the shit and then just start setting niggas up or just violent talking about there's a whole show about women just killing niggas. Snapped. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Men yep. are vulnerable at times too, especially, especially when they got that honey pot. When it, when the pussy is involved, niggas make bad decisions. But I don't think women should encourage other women to be assaulting and, and, and harming men. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, we saw we saw it on this uh, sweetie and uh, Quavo situation. You know, where it seemed like there was a discord or a um, there was a break between, you know, people seeing both sides of the thing when we, at the end of the day, both people are wrong. You shouldn't be throwing hands and on at, at men and men shouldn't be touching women. No people, nobody should put hands on nobody. Yes. It seems like just because, um, you know, men, we're, we're the bigger, stronger ones that, you know, it's okay to put, to, to put violence on us from the, the opposite gender. Yeah, no. So, so that's wrong. Especially just yeah. setting up shit and this fucking, I literally, I forgot, I should have saved a tweet. It was some girls like, oh, yo, you need to kill him. And it wasn't nothing worth killing nobody over. Yeah, I mean, look, social media would now, in these these uh, last couple of years, have been really telling and like, and I think these people are chores, but they really are not. Like, there's a lot of women on here that really be hating black men and just like, you know, want to say, you know, just disregard black man and, you know, we're trash and, you know, of course we deserve a lot of it, but, you know, they be talking wild crazy about us when yeah. a lot of us really care about our queens, really try to protect black women, you know what I'm saying? Now, if you uphold your standard of, you know, black mendom, which you mendom. mean by based by, which, by, based by what you see off the, you know, uh, celebrity culture or, you know, the one or two, uh, let's say bad eggs in the community, you know, it, it, it makes them jaded. And I feel like that's where a lot of this rhetoric, crazy rhetoric is coming from. You know what I'm saying you shouldn't wish violence on anybody. At all. 
And yeah, just to continue on this, this shit, talking about black men, like, especially in some chambers, it'd be like black men hate black women. That's just not true. Black men, a lot of black men are with black women, love black women, protect black women. And that side don't get enough shine because obviously it's more salacious for you to talk about the times where some nigga make a dumbass video when you talking about, oh, I prefer white girls over black girls. Or, you know what I'm saying? He's a nigga say yes. some ignorant head ass shit. But for the main part, women, check yourself when it comes to this violence against men shit. Cause niggas is vulnerable too, okay? Yeah. Niggas is vulnerable too. It's not gonna end well for you, for anybody. So I, I with you on that one. I got two of them actually, two keeping funds this week. The first one, I just sent you a text message, Terry. Uh, we just need to save the good brother RG3. Oh, that nigga lost. Because again, he's been, um, I don't know if you've seen his picture of his newest haircut, you know, but it's 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 getting out of control. It's like like it's it's probably the worst cut I've seen in a long time. Like, really. No, I, we all we know this black brother though. We've we've known this brother our whole lives. Yeah, what is that this nigga don't got no faith? It's a straight, it's a straight lineup on the side of his head, like not a lineup like a curve. He got a a a, a, right, a a parallel line to the ground on the side of his head, bro. And who is he taking picture with? A fucking Becky for the for the for the list for the people that are watching the the YouTube. We gonna post this picture. Right? We gonna post it. This is his cut, as you can tell. There's no shape up. If he tried to get a fade, there is no fade. It's just he cut. It's a, literally a bowl cut. And my thing is, he's gotten too much money, and he's I know he's around black people in the uh, in the locker room. Somebody has got to be like, "Yo, fam, come to my barber." No, can't, bro. I can't let you walk out here in this world as a. I don't care if you date with white women. I don't care if you're married to a white woman. I don't care if you don't do nothing. You, you want nothing to do with black people. You still represent. You're a black man out on your core. You can't. I can't. Like my sister, uh, my soul, my 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 ancestors. <laughs> my soul. My the ancestors are telling me I can't let you walk out like that. I can't. You know what I'm saying? You know how you tell your man's like, yo, you know, your collar's you know a little wrinkly. You know, even the, you know, iron your shirt, something like that. I can't let you walk like that. You know, your representation of me. RG3 is out here walking around like that as a black man in 2021. Listen, but you're right. My soul cries out when <laughs> I see this haircut. And but the the glee on his the bliss on his face and the literally like he has blinders on to his hairline. He has blinders, and you know what's even worse? He plays in the NFL. With nothing but black people. With nothing but niggas. But you know what? We all know this guy, right? The dude that was, uh, we know this guy, right? And he's he's comfortable in his skin. He doesn't care about, he literally does not care about those things. First of all, he's a millionaire, athlete. He don't got to have his hair cut to fuck bitches. So it's not a necessity for him. And he doesn't take any pride in it, obviously, because this is not his first offense. Yeah, we've seen it but, before. This, this was probably worse than the other one, though, man. This shit is egregious. Listen, Rosa, not Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman would have left his ass on the platform. 
Because she would have been like, oh, he not, he going to get us caught or some shit. You know what I'm saying? He not built. You got no it. black friends. You don't got no, like, even or even if you no, don't. He got black, black, white friends. He got black friends. They just the black, white guy. The dude that wore the boat shoes with the Nike socks. The dude till this day that, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Like, some people get indoctrinated. Listen, we live in a white society, right? It's a white yeah. Predom they they are the dominant, you know what I'm saying? They're 70%, 60% of the population in America. They run shit. They in all the places up high, most of them, you know what I'm saying? So it's easy for somebody that's black to just, just assimilate completely to whiteness. And that's what he's well, not whiteness. I'm not gonna say he's he lost his blackness, but he's assimilated from his from sure. from his sideburns up, have assimilated to some white shit. I don't know what that is. You know, all right. You know, you know, you know why I love black hair. Black hair is not gonna do anything that's unnatural to itself. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. He should look in the mirror and look, say, "This isn't natural." When my <laughs> hair, whatever little whatever he's got on the side where it's not even faded, and you see all your hair grow back, I'm like you know what? That's not natural. I shouldn't just have a straight line back there where where the size of my head is like, you know, or my, you know, my hairline should be straight. It shouldn't just be like, you know, like, listen, even Lorenz, but listen, even Lorenz Tate and Love Jones, right? He didn't have a shape up, but his shit was nice and neat. You know what I'm saying? Yes. His shit, he had gotten the shape up and I bet you he at least lined it up to make it look like, okay, I got a natural hairline. I'm gonna keep that. I don't know what this is, but I'm mad you sent this to me for real. <laughs> and he just smiling with a motherfucking blue eyes. Now this is now, and this and, and Terry, let me let me let me date you, date you on this photo. It should be already on there, but it was yesterday, or it was this. This is in 2021. This was three two days ago when the during the national championship Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Did Baylor win? Yeah. So he was at the he was at the Baylor, you know. Uh, university, you know, being around, you know, all First the of all, what, what is it? Well, no. I'm sorry. Listen, Robert Griffin III, you have been traded. We tra I trade Chet Hanks for him. Chet, Chet Hanks. <laughs> I'll take Chet. Shaba Hanks. We'll take Shaba Hanks. You know what I'm saying? Look, Tom. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. I like this. Toy Story is a great movie to this day. I'll take Chet for Robert. 100%. I think Chet, I think Chet, Chet, Chet Hanks lineup is better than his shit. You know, Chet says the white boy summer, though. Man, it be, he white, <laughs> so he gotta say that. What he's supposed yeah. to say is a black boy summer? Nah. He gotta say that. He white. I think that's a fair trade. I think both sides, I think both players would, you know, enjoy being on Listen, Chet wanna be over here. Robert wanna be over there. Boom. Let's do it. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send that uh, to the gym. I'm gonna send it over. I just that shit's wild. He's too far gone now, man. Like, oh yeah. Was this your keep it funky? You keep it funky about his hair? I had that was the first no, I thought about that, but this okay, was that was just something you had to get off. But my original over. one was like, we need a uh hope only fans. So if you haven't know, haven't been privy to the internet or the news, bad Bobby or Javier say that her name was Bad Baby. Whatever. I thought it was Barbie. It's bad. Baby, it's baby. It's baby. Okay, whatever. Uh, the Catch Me Outside girl. She yes, finally turned catch into me outside. 
and now she created OnlyFans and she made a million dollars in one day, basically. And amazing. I'll, I'll, it's not amazing. It's nasty. So it's hope, amazingly nasty. Yes. So I hope OnlyFans has the email addresses and the phone numbers and the addresses of every nigga that subscribed to this joint because they've been plotting on this girl since she was about 15, 16. She's felt, it felt like she's been 15, 16 for a long time. So she just turned 18 and she made a million dollars off OnlyFans. A lot of nasty niggas. Nastiness. Because they've been plotting. And they're probably just like, you know what, she's, I can finally, you know, creep on, the, on out in public because she's 18. But if, if they, come on, son. nasty. It's Listen, we, we, we advocate on this podcast for controlling your horny, right? Yeah, because if you let your your horniness overwhelm you, you gonna do shit like subscribe to <laughs> bad babies, shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy to me the people. I'm gonna say this before I say what I gotta say about the only thing. It's crazy to me that people remember Maury back in the day. It was a thousand of this little girl on Maury. Yep. Bitches talking about I'm 13 years old and I love sex. I I slap my mom in the face when she tells me to go tomorrow. Like we've seen this girl a thousand times. Yeah. But for some reason, the internet decided to make this girl a rapper, uh influencer, whatever, right? And mm. that's a shame in itself. But you're right. Since this girl came on the scene, people have been waiting. It's like she just turned 18 and the first of all, she's she's wrong for this shit too. Yeah. But but she's a capitalist and she's just working in the system. She realized that there's a premium on that, oh. I'm a, I'm barely legal type shit, right? Which is yep. which is sick in itself. Which is sick in itself. You shouldn't be waiting for something. That's that's R. Kelly behavior. Mm-hmm. The only reason why R. Kelly ain't well, he ain't even went to trial yet. The only reason why R. Nope. R. Kelly skated for as long as he did, because you know why? Because he has a lot of nineteen year old friends. But that nigga forty. That yeah, nigga that's 50. weird. It's very weird. weird. But um, it's crazy because. It just it just really shows me the value of pussy is way higher than the value of this. like mm. if if a nigga turn 18 and be like I made an OnlyFans business, he ain't making 700,000 unless he's shit Ray J didn't even make as much money off Kim off you feel me it's it's going to be that type of effect Kim mm. Kardashian and is is going to be a billionaire and Ray J is going to be a millionaire you feel me yeah. so it's sick all y'all are sick and I feel sad for the women on the OnlyFans community, they got to deal with the competition from this predatory behavior. Right. Yeah. I didn't million. see. I didn't see. Male in one day is unheard of, son. I, I would never. I would. Well, not never. But um, I'm. I still have yet to subscribe to my first OnlyFans page. But I'd be damned if the first OnlyFans page that I subscribe to, as a 30 year old black man, is an 18 year old woman who who got uh hot off dr phil and no i'm not gonna say that is an 18 year old woman who got hot off dr phil yeah the sick world for the sick people and million dollars proved it as i'm saying they got the email addresses and the credit card information on them people they need to send that shit over to the fbi let's get these niggas off the street because if they're ready for 18 year old shorty they've probably been plotting already are doing you know other nasty shit you know put 100%. them on the percent one hundred percent these niggas out I hope you know what I would be I think last week we talked talked about you know it's crazy that 
Chris Hansen out here still doing the good, the Lord's work. Maybe Chris Hansen's behind this. And now he's got a new list of predators to put on his television show. I would love it. Oh, but listen, it's to, but listen, but it's like they are playing with the gray area of the law. Cause it ain't illegal just to look at a 18 year old. Right, it's not illegal. But it's you probably illegal. done some illegal shit before. But you playing with that line, and I'm sure a couple of times your ass got caught slipping. Listen, I've been a victim of this on the internet before, just like finding someone's profile page. And then you're just like, oh, dang. And then you figure out like, then you see like the age and you're like, well, let me get off this page. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You'd be like, well, let me get off this. I don't care how old you look, it's how old you are. And especially for me, man, I can't, I can't feed into that. Like that's gonna, fu- and first of all, you know how fucked up this girl's head is? Like gonna be, how fucked up her head is? She got grown ass men probably been trying to fuck her since she was 15. Yeah. And, we, and we've talked about, I've talked about it before. The reason why women are so jaded and what not jaded, but the reason why some women are jaded the way that they are, that's because as soon as they titties popped and they became, and they hit puberty and they might've got a little booty, there were grown ass men trying to fuck them. Grown ass married men, niggas yeah. with kids, and you're 15 years old. And and first, it's it's like the most unfair shit. If I'm 33, an 18, what the fuck is an 18 year old got for you? Nothing, brother. Just mentally, listen. I understand the ways of the past, man. Women, women's bodies, maturity, all that shit like that. But let me just talk about some mental, ethical shit, man. What are you doing as a mature man? even entertaining or dabbling in somebody that's 18 years old. You know, you're sticking ahead, bro. I, literally, there's you have no answers, bro. Either you have low self-esteem. You're a predator. You, you're nasty and you are a predator. And I can't think of any other excuses for you. You're a predator. I mean, at that point, because that's what predators do. You know what I'm saying? They, they see a weakness. They see something that they can exploit and they exploit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Uh, prayers to her. Prayers to all the men. Um, I hope they hope their bank accounts get hacked. I don't fucking know, man. But you know, it's just a different, it's a different, like this OnlyFans thing is just, it's crazy that someone can make that much money in a day. Yeah. Off of off of just OnlyFans, especially to my knowledge, she didn't put up any nudity. I don't know. I just know that it was a week or yeah. a day. A day. Yeah, man. The numbers is crazy. Oh, and I'm going to say something to this, too. I tweeted this shit. I was like, you know what? Women are just as bad as niggas with them when it comes to this. Only when it comes to posting how much money they got shit. A OnlyFans chick can't wait to post how much money she earned on her OnlyFans. Just like a nigga can't wait to do the motherfucking money spread on his arm. I mean, that's the, that's the age old thing. People love to flex how much money they get. Maybe I've just been broke for so long. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I never got to do it. Yeah, I, missed, I missed the window where I could do it. So it's like, now if I do it now, niggas will be like, nigga, you ain't never got no money. You see? Yeah. If I do it now. But so. there's other ways you can flex your money, bro. It's like, you know, you can open up a shop or, you know, buy that new whip you always been wanting to. You know what I'm saying? Take that new but that require That requires work in... And um, that requires uh, licenses and permits, but that that but see to me that is a flex. That's a flex to me now. So people buying their first homes, people starting businesses, people you know what I'm saying assets like even 
I guess even showing your stock portfolio is a better flex than me than just posting your money, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm, I will say this what's going to happen when, say, someone is making that much money of OnlyFans now? What's going to happen when they're 30 and they, they body don't look the same no more, but they spend all that money? <laughs> the game's wicked, brother. The price, listen, the price of pussy, it, it has a peak. But they go down too. Oh, that's a the, that's an asset that you know it doesn't it doesn't get better with time, you know. Well, maybe that's a depreciating asset. It, it's good to buy. Depreciating asset. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It depreciates you know. it somewhere, but you can bring value to yourself besides your pussy. But your pussy itself probably doesn't depreciate. Yeah, it, it does. does. It, it it gets better, you know. Like you said, there's a peak, but after that. Uh, and that's not, we're not even talking about age right here. You know what I'm saying? And this is male, male genitalia too. He has a, it has a, it's a depreciating asset. Shelf life. This is shelf life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, you know, what you do to your, your private parts, either by fucking, you know, drugs or, you know, doing things you shouldn't be doing to it. It takes off your shelf life. Mm-hmm. No one wants to look at a nasty pussy when you're 30 years old. Like that, you got something wrong, but you know what? I know there again. Shout out to you know the good doctors. There are pussy rejuvenation surgeries that can give you extra like five years on that pussy. That's crazy. I don't That's know crazy. about for dicks though. So I have to. Yeah, we gotta talk to Doctor Miami. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna DM him. I'm gonna see what he says about dick rejuvenation. I you mean, he probably just tell you just to you know drink some you know get some blue chew or, uh, or no. Well, you're not a you're not a doctor, so we're gonna get the doctor's advice. True. You know what? Believe in science. There we go. Trust science. All right. So we got a lot. We got some topics we're going to go into. And actually shit that I'm interested in. You know what I'm saying? This week, a lot of shit has happened. So we're going to start with sports and then work our way down. Um, actually, if, you, if you've been on our page today, you see that it's hump day. And I have posted a picture of Paul Pierce. If anybody's been following Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce has recently just been fired from his job at ESPN. Yeah, uh, he was a sports analyst for ESPN. He did halftime and pregame shows. Um, his uh, sports takes were very questionable at times, but entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. But this past weekend, um, Paul Pierce went live on Instagram, which uh, people do from time to time. But he went live and he had some entertainment adult entertainment surrounding him um, yeah. in the form of exotic dancers, strippers, uh, shakers, uh, whatever you want to call them. They was around him and um, he seemed to be enjoying himself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he had some friends around him and he also took the time to spark up what looked like a, a marijuana blunt mm-hmm. on said live. Mm-hmm. And this went viral. Yes, <laughs> which did. Which I can say for sure. This, and it looked like he was having a good time. It, like he was sc- it was scattered ass around. He was enjoying himself. Um, but he works for ESPN, which is an ABC company, which is owned by Disney. Yes. Which is a family-friendly and often hypocritical company. Yes. So this week he was fired from this job. And he went on to say, you know, I'm going to keep smiling. He seems to be recovered. He seems to be in good spirits. Um, I don't think Paul Pierce is in need of money. But um, his shenanigans were definitely uh, something to behold. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about him, Chris? I enjoy the black man enjoying himself. I can't hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he knew. Listen, 
if our players really knew who the fuck we were, it'd be it'd be nasty oh. for everyone out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh? I say, yeah, that is a hundred percent true. So you know, he just happened to do what everybody does, but he works for, like you said, a very hypocritical company. And you know what? Good riddance. Good riddance. Listen, it's crazy that you work, he worked hard to become a millionaire and earn the money he earned over his career, NBA champion. And he can't just enjoy himself with some paid dancers and with some, with uh, many states in the United States, marijuana is legal recreationally. Yeah. And LA is one of, he's a LA, he's a California native. And probably in his native state, he can't smoke weed, have some, uh, have some dancers around him without losing his fucking job. He's, a, he's an adult. He never said he was a role model. Never said he wanted yeah, first to. First of all, that's some shit to role model, kids. If yes. you want to grow up and, and cope with life stresses with women in states of undress and marijuana, I think you could I think you could handle life a little worse than that. You know what I'm saying, Chris? Yeah. There's and worse was... ways to, to go through life than smoking weed and entertaining yourself with someone moving to the beat of, of some good music. Listen, yeah, I didn't like his sports takes, but you know I'm a fan of him now. You know I never thought I'd be a, a Paul Pierce supporter. You the know, truth. You know, besides you know basketball, but you know I hope he lands on his feet. Uh, you know he's not a, he's not in need of money, but he is probably in need of some, of a job. So hopefully there are you know uh, you know what's this, the the channel Fox Sports with uh, you know Shannon Sharp. FSN, yeah, you know, hopefully they'll give them, they'll give them a look because you know Shannon Sharp be on undisputed every other day, going crazy with black But listen, he never went live from Club Shay Shay though. See, but I will say this on the other side, I don't have no problem with what he did, but I do think that the internet kind of did contribute to the downfall because he could have did all that and had the exact amount of fun without posting it. Of course, like most things that most things we talk about, you don't gotta post everything. You don't gotta post it. Shannon Sharp always talks about Hennessy, and he talks about Club Shay Shay. We don't know what goes on in Club Shay Shay. It is now a podcast, but um, I'm talking about the real Club Shay Shay. I'm sure he he's from it. He's from Georgia, and we know what Georgia is the capital of. Atlanta is the capital of. Yeah. So um, we can imagine. So we gotta say that point. Like you don't need this. Is, should be evidence to people out there, especially people who are not in the financial position that we would think Paul Pierce is in to maybe keep some of your extracurricular activities. It's hard. It's hard, bro. It's hard, bro. It's hard. You Listen, you even do it yourself. It's hard. I do, I listen, you're right. But you know what? I'm just like Paul Pierce. Fuck that job. <laughs> you got to have that in you. You got to have that in you. Now, I've traveled to multiple states where marijuana is legal. So if someone tried to come to me and try to fire me over me doing something legal, like, I'm going to have something to say about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I do also want to say this. What about all these CEOs in, of the company that's high off opioids? Oh, yeah. They knew. What happened to, uh, what's it? Uh, what's that bank? The bank, JP Morgan boat, had all that coke on it? Yeah, bro. These months, listen, they are the most corrupt of the corrupt. That's why I call Disney, that's why I call ESPN Disney hypocritical because the people that are coming down on Paul Pierce, they can't, they're not really on no moral high ground. They're just probably on some PR the way it looked type oh, shit. Oh, it's definitely PR. And 
they probably just want to get rid of Paul Pierce because he'd be saying dumb ass shit on TV all day. They definitely want to get it's definitely PR, man. You know, it's Disney. You know, Disney is super clean. You know, they just they just fired someone who said uh who was basically MAGA or something like that. You know, the woman she was on um The Mandalorian. Uh oh yeah, was, um I watched the Mandalorian Cara something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, she, 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 something she was, was talking about some anti-Semitic shit, talking about like comparing freedom of speech, but she was talking about some shit that she quoted like Hitler or something. They don't play regardless of it, you know. So, you know what? If anything, I like the transparency of ESPN to yeah. uh, anything that's bad PR, they get you out of here because they did it for Jamel Hill. Some, uh, you know, she said something about Trump or whatever, and, you know, they got her the fuck up out of here, you know. So, you know, they don't play. So you got to know who you got to know who you're working for, you know. But, so, yo. If Paul Pierce wants to party, I'm down to party with Paul Pierce. Oh, listen. He look like I'll he party with Paul Pierce. So we can go live on my Instagram. Yeah, ain't nobody watching my shit. I got about exactly. 700 followers. Listen, that's, that's the problem. You got too many people watching you. Um, Sticking with the NBA, um, Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant uh, got into it through uh, DMs. And Kevin Durant was talking down to Michael Rappaport, like, very disrespectful. And now uh, Michael Rappaport talk a lot of shit. Um, he's, he's calls himself a shit talker. But uh, Kevin Durant was doing a lot to uh, <laughs> to disrespect this man. He talked about his wife. He talked about his dog. He'd be walking, making videos with his dog. Why he had to bring the dog in it? He said he was going to spit in that man's face. I want to bring up some of the, the DMs. But really, the DMs got out because Michael Rappaport posted them. Yeah. And this was all over everything. This was on Skip and Shannon. This was on First Take. This was on Hamilton. Every sports you know, and we we talk about sports here. So I kind of just want to talk to you. I really want to ask you about Kevin Durant, right? He he kind of tried to say that he talks. That's how they talk to each other, right? Sure. Now I feel like they took disrespect to a level that was kind of beyond just like regular shit talking among friends. And I think that's why um, Michael Rapport did that shit and put it out. But um, how do you feel about it, man? Uh, the common, there's, a, there's a commonality between Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant right now. They need burner accounts. <laughs> Katie Kevin got Durant, one. Katie, but, he, but since he got found out about it, he, started, he said, fuck it, I'm here. I'm the real me. Uh, I have no sympathy for Michael Rappaport. You're old as fuck, my nigga. Like, you thought the way you would pull up and do something about them. Don't go crying on the internet. And now you look, now you're, you're basically a male Karen. I don't know what the tell the, the, the term for a male Karen is, but you um, don't like the way he talked to you. So what? Go run his fade. Like you're too grown for this. Like why? Run his fade or don't. And you call, he called himself a shit talker too. So. But yeah, like rapper, rapper report, he gets it. He gets into black people's business all the time. All the time he gets into black people's business, he comment, comments on things. He turns, he curses out other celebrities on his own videos and shit like that. And when someone came comes to him to smoke, he gonna cry and go to the internet and go to Twitter and release the DMs like a like a like a like a like a hoe, like a like a scorn bitch. Like nah, son, you too old for that. Now you gonna hurt and crying and shit, saying people are pointing fingers at you and you scared to go walk your dog or some shit. Like son, you a hoe. You're too old. 
You're too old. Most of the time, my, my gripe with these things is you're too old. You're too mm. old, bro. Why you acting yeah. like yeah, man. Uh, I, I completely agree with everything you said. Nasty. You put the message. You man to man, you can handle that man to man. Um, if you bro block the nigga, unfollow him. Like, bro, that's the easiest way to deal with some internet shit. But you putting that shit out, he I feel like he wanted some clout. He, he did clout, but then he don't like he he realized that he did that goofy clout shit, and now he don't want the clout. But you didn't already did it. You can't take it back. Um. Now, Kevin Earl was mad disrespectful, but niggas get disrespectful. You know, you handle this shit how you got to handle it. He ain't like what you said. He said he was going to do a lot of shit to you. Now, what you going to do about it? You ain't. What he did about it was put the shit out, which I did think was some sucker shit. So, you know, Michael Rappaport, do better. Don't do it again. You know what I'm saying? You still funny, bro. Um, Just tighten up. Or getting tightened. What, what, did, what, did, uh, what did Quavo say? Ain't nothing tightened but to get tightened. Get some tightening. And then straighten, but to get straight. Said some straightening. That's all he said. Get some straightening. Uh, sticking with basketball, but we gonna move to NCAA. Um, the team that I like to follow, uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels men's basketball. They, uh, Roy Williams, who was the coach, who was a coach for thirty-three years. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, he recently retired. Um, not on the best of notes. You know, the team has had some lackluster efforts. I believe they won the last championship in 2016, 2016 probably. Um, but, you know, great career. He has three national championships in North Carolina. But uh, he's retiring, but he's, and he's being replaced by the program's first black coach, yeah. um, Herbert Davis. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was, I like this news. I was like, you know what? I know who Herbert Davis is. I believe he's, he, he deserves his job. You know, it's not enough of, uh, black coaches at the at the uh, division one level you know what i'm saying uh proportionate to the number of players uh so i was excited about it but herbert davis went in his first press conference after he accepted the job he said a lot of very nice things about you know understanding that he's an african-american man he said african-american a lot i prefer to just say black um yeah. number one sign yeah when someone said when a black when a black person says african-american a lot you know it um it, it, it's not, I don't think it's wrong or negative, but you shouldn't do it, but it kind of gives me, I'll be, I'll be listening real closely to what you say. And we listen real close to what he say. And he proceeded to say after this, I'm African-American man, but out of the blue, he just felt like he needed to shout out his white wife. He, he, he wanted everybody to know that he had a white queen who was mm. pale skinned and pale faced. I felt like he was trying to get accepted by the white people that were apprehensive about a black man being a coach at North Carolina. Okay. So he that. was like dropping like, oh yeah, you know I fuck white bitches. I mean, not that I just fuck them, but I procreate with them. I got half, I got mixed kids. Oh yeah, then he went on to say, I got kids that are white and black. So you know, I see it like you see it, or I understand. Yeah. Cause I live yeah. at home with one of y'all. But um, it just came off really wrong. Uh, I didn't like how it sounded, but you know what I'm saying? He's a grown ass man, can say what he wants to say. It seemed unnecessary. We talk about basketball. You talking about your wife? Okay. Uh, I don't. That's like. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. Fam. Ain't nobody even like. Come on. Like I don't even know what to say. Like, like as a p as somebody that works, you know, in marketing and things like that, you could have, if you and if you wanted to keep it away from race, you could have been like, you know, I'm happy to be, you know, UNC's first black coach, but I'm. Happy, happier to be 
the next best coach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like something where like, I acknowledge I'm black, but I'm here to do work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm here to be free. And no, no one asked about your white wife. She wasn't shooting, she wasn't shooting with you at the, in the gym. No one asked about your family. It, 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 no it, it, it was ingenuous. Ingenuous? Disingenuous. Disingenuous. Like, no one gives a fuck. No one gives. And, bro, he really needed to talk to us before he did this shit. All he had to do was after he accepted the job, have his wife and his kids there, take a picture with them. We know you got a white wife now. Listen, words sometimes get in the way. And what? A picture's worth a thousand words. All we need is a picture of you and your white wife. Like, oh, he got a white woman. Boom. Let's see if you can coach some goddamn basketball. You yeah. Uh, it was. It feels like he was. I understand. New job. Very big job. Um, one of the best programs in the country when it comes to men's basketball. Um, a, a program that I follow. You know, Michael Jordan. Uh, the names go on. Michael Jordan, Ty Lawson, national championships. Uh, I don't know why I said Ty Lawson first, but um, it's it's been a lot <laughs> of good players. Rasheed Wallace, Vince Carter, uh, Antoine Jameson. Uh, a lot of people. A lot of people. So um. Bro, we don't care about your white wife. Uh, best of luck with the team. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to switch it up. And we're going to talk about something that was really as not white as not white could be. And that was the versus battle that occurred on Easter Sunday, which I actually have lost points off my blackness because I have still yet to watch the whole thing in its entirety. But I did see well, it was it like damn near four hours. It was black because it was four hours. That was definitely yes. You know, when I think about and, it, that's, that's black yeah. as fuck. Black. It was almost. It was the complete opposite of Herbert Davis' wife. <laughs> black. Um, but uh, I heard great things about it. Um, I picked the Isley Brothers. I heard that it was actually way better, more competitive than. Like I said, I didn't. I didn't know as many Earth Wind Fire songs, but I could definitely know Earth Wind Fire got the heat. They're Earth, Wind, and Fire. Fire is different, bro. Nah, that's but uh, you watched some of it. How did you? How'd you fuck with it, dog? Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I loved it, bro. You know, even though that's not my time, but their music. These are one of the two groups that their music is really timeless, brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they were hot. You know, the 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 Izzy Brothers was rocking in the '50s. They played a song from each gener each decade. That's a banger. You know what I'm saying? Shit that I didn't even know that they did. You know they did uh stomp. No. Uh and they, the shout, the shout. Oh, make you wanna shout. Yeah, you know they did that song? Lift your hand. No, I didn't. That's that should have been remade so many times. But white America would have thought the Beatles made that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just they uh it was a beautiful time, man. You know, black as fuck. You know, Ron I still look good. The brothers still look good. He's in his 80s. He got a young wife. You know what I'm saying? He came out with the fur. You know what I'm saying? Earth, Wind, and Fire, they still was singing. It was like, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, they, they're mm-hmm. different, my brother. They're different. Yes, they are. Real musicians, real instruments. It's um, that music. You know, like, they were like they were on that. They were hoteps before hoteps. You know what I'm saying? They were on that type of time. If you look at their cover arts, you know, it was with, like, Indians and, you know, the elements and shit like that. Um, Steve Harvey, that well, was having a great time. Uh, he was the moderator of it, and uh, you know, I enjoy Steve Harvey when he's not throwing niggas under the bus. I love it. 
Yeah, I mean, he was throwing. You know what? I love Steve Harvey during this time. He was, he was, he was throwing up. He was throwing our generation under the bus a little bit, but it's okay because we need to be a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it was also funny because he, they were telling him about the slander he was getting on Twitter because mm-hmm. we were telling him people on Twitter were saying he was talking too much. Yeah. But he was like, fuck y'all. Basically, he was like, fuck y'all. Like, I'm having a great time. Like, these are like, this is my childhood. Like, imagine like two of your favorite artists that you grew up with Listen, are Little right Wayne, next to you. Little Wayne and, and who else I really fuck with? Little, if Little Wayne and Kanye West did a versus, my nigga, I'm talking so much. What were you supposed to do? Too. You're going to be mad at me too. You're going to be mad at what, me. Too. What do you want me to do? Yeah. So I, I'm fine with that. Um, but then what was I about to say? The feelings of the music, like I listen to the eyes, like anytime I want to slow shit down, like especially driving, riding, you put mm-hmm. on between the sheets when you drive it. That's hard, bro. Some of these are hard, bro. Your mood, your whole mood is gonna change. Like it's gonna go, the vibrations really go through your body. The music that those two, those two groups make and have made over time. It's definitely a, it's a frequency that needs to be tapped into even more. That's I think that's why we fuck with the Bruno Mars and um and Anderson Pack shit because it's like yo this really will get you into a very like and they're making no rowdy music. This shit not rowdy. It might be celebratory. It might be happy, but it's 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 a vibe, you know. So I'm definitely it's on my agenda. And for, oh yeah, four hours, my nigga. That's like that's like when you was a kid, and you had to go to the first service, the second service. Then you had to stay late for the night, sir. Like, see where where I think they fucked up at, right? So they had it right on Easter, but they had it at eight. They started at eight. They actually kind of started on time. I have gripes about the trailer shit. I don't think like the trailer interface is bad. Like you know, and you know, at least before you could watch it on Apple TV, full screen stuff like that. With trailer, they're still figuring that out. Whatever. But yeah. they had to start at eight p.m. And these are already grown men that are in the 80s and their 50s and 60s older grown men and then and i think the audience that is originally for is not gonna be it's not gonna stay up to 12 o'clock watching these people oh you remind me they should have had it at like two like kind of play right after easter service yeah after church you listen to isley brothers and ronald uh and earth winter fire and then you're done by like six seven and now your sunday has been made you know, I'm going to tell you how much this is impact. And this will be my last thing I'll say about, yo, this impacted, I felt the impact so much. Listen, so I cut, I cut hair and my most consistent client is a man in his sixties. Yeah. I, I, that's my most consistent guy. He come fuck with me all the time. I cut his hair. This man literally from seeing Ron Isley, he's, the, he's like, you know what? I think I want to try to grow. He, he wants to get the Ron Isley beard now. And because fire, he bro, saw, that. he saw how player Ron Isley looked, and he was like, "You know what? Me and my wife was talking, and she like, you know, what? you might need to grow your shit out to look like Ron, because Ron looked good at his age, and you old, and he got the gray, he got the gray soft, he got more gray. gray. I seen it, I see it, I see it, I see how, so, I see it. Yeah, that's the impact it's had. Niggas is ready to change their hairstyle. Old niggas is changing their hairstyle because Ron Isley. Yeah. So I mean. You know, I didn't have to watch uh, it for the impact. Yeah, there there was a little controversy though, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really nothing that like I really cared about at the moment. Uh, you and if, if 
if you feel some type of way, you're soft. Like you don't like you don't love the music. Uh, the Ronald Ozzy, he played um, he played uh, the R. Kelly joints. That was that was one of my questions. Like, was they gonna do that? Because that's an error for them. Like, he played that was busted his... in uh, the Mr. Biggs joint. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta play it. Like they 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 did try to cut off R. Kelly when they like, R. Kelly came. They kind of like faded him out. They but, should. You know, gotta play it like that's a hit listen busted mr biggs the fucking who the hell is this in my home between the sheets and whatever that's bro that is the niggas do the worst to that shit when we was like 10 like yeah. we knew the back and forth so yeah. i was expecting that i didn't hear nothing about you the first person i actually heard someone say like the little controversy but i'm not mad at him for playing it they old enough to get the grace to do what the fuck they want to do. Yeah. And the last thing I have to say about Ron Isley, man, like they were getting off some wild shit back in the day. Like, you, like he said, I love the way you receive me. Basically, I, I love- I'll be liking how they receive me too. Listen, that's one of my favorite courses, <laughs> sex. When, I love how wet your pussy going? is. I love the way you receive me. That's fire. That's fire. I'll be, be talking nasty. I'll be like, yo, I, I love the way you hold me. It's like it's holding me. <laughs> it's like it's holding hey, me. that's fire, boy. You know what? I've been saying R&B niggas got off the wildest shit, but you know, that's why I love R&B. But continue on. Gotta love it. Um. So now we came up a high. We're gonna take it uh into a little a little low for a second, just to because we gotta talk about it. Um. Yeah. Recently, DMX. Stick on music though. DMX. Uh. Critical condition in the hospital, supposedly overdosed from drugs. Um, DMX, a legend. Um, movies, music, uh, bikes, dogs. One of the best personalities that rap ever seen. One of the greatest rappers of all time. Um, we just put out our prayers for him, you know, because we know he he's, he fought his demons openly. You yep. know what I'm saying? He fought his demons openly. We knew he was in and out of trouble for for deck for like a decade you know we know he fought his shit and it's crazy because he was just on drink champ shout out to nori and uh dj efn and you it seemed like he was over like he put on weight you know what i'm saying he wasn't skinny anymore he was like okay maybe he he beat the habit but you know for this to happen you know what I'm saying we just sent a prayers to him and his family you know dmx is like he's he, how old is he? he's 50 what 51 yeah he's not that old i'm gonna give his exact age just because um He's 50. So it's like 50 is not 50 is not old. 50 is, you know, those that's when you start to get, you know what I'm saying? You're actually seasoned. You know what I'm saying? You, you got grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Like 50 is is a is a good age. And we're not ready for anyone, especially a black man, to be leaving at that, at that, uh, that young age. So just had to say that real quick. Yeah, I got nothing else to add tonight, man. Prayers of DMX, man. I think everybody loves a story of someone that fighting demons and breaks through it, like you said, and it sucks to see somebody, you know, fall back into that way, you know, because, yeah. you know, um, get out of it, go to rehab, you know, be yeah. come to face, you know, rap nigga in the world, biggest pop star in the world, you know, so, especially if a man that, you know, of the cloth. Yeah, man, so, and just to say, like, amazing, President, um, President DMX, and continuing, on a somber note, um, obviously the George Floyd trial is going on. I haven't been keeping up with it regularly, um, but I just do want to say this: um, if they do let 
the murderer off. They need to burn the city down. I'm with that. You know what? I would even be tempted, just like these white people do, to 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 um to drive to Minnesota and help riot with people. Just like these white people drive to DC and run into uh capital capital police and things of that nature. Um but I'm not like because I saw like the first beginning of the trial when they was like talking to the uh kind of the, the the defense was going at some of the witnesses asking where you calling him a bitch ass motherfucker and shit like that. Kind of trying to attack him like yeah so you kept getting angry, angry, angry. I don't give a fin up. If he yep. gets off burn it down. I mean, yeah, I have nothing else. Yeah, what you said, burn it down, bro. They already burnt down Minnesota before, but you know, this is literally playing in our faces. So, you know, I have nothing else to that say. That one strap up. Yeah, man, justice for George Floyd. Um, like, this would just be another spit in the, like, it's like, there's been so many times, like we know that justice is not something we have obtained in this fucking system. But yep. it's like the whole world literally saw this video and the whole world protested it. And for them to really just do this shit, it would be just so blatant for them to, to not hold this man to the fire. And I don't give a fuck, bro. If a person, if a black person make a mistake, it's a mistake. You could do some shit on accident, but your ass going to jail. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't mean to do Oh, you didn't mean to do it. We don't get Then you get bombed. Then he get bailed. Oh, he's out. He got bombed. He got bombed on murder because he's a fucking because he's a fucking cop. But uh, I would I would um, the movie with uh with uh the dude from mm, the dude from Nate Parker, Nate Parker's latest movie. Um. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It just reminds me of that like cops just getting off. Uh, but uh, you know. R.P. George Floyd. And to come up out of that, the last topic that I have today before we get into a new segment for people, um, Chris actually brought this to my attention. Virginia, who is, which is more and more becoming a state you, people might want to move to. <laughs> open carry, <laughs> open carry state, you know what I'm saying? Now weed is decriminalized and now weed has become something that you are allowed to grow in your home. Yeah. And I'm going to read the article as soon as I find it. You can grow pot. You know why people like to call it pot. February 21st, both houses of the Virginia passed the legislation to fully legalize cannabis effective 2024. In 2024, the bill has received broad support, though no Republicans in either house uh, of the state assembly have favored it. Um... That's for weed legalization. But growing marijuana as recently is uh, something that's very, I think it got voted on in the past. So yes, Northam amends the bill and Virginians will be able to grow up to four cannabis plants within their home, within their, uh, on their property, July 1st, 2021. Yeah. So as I'm saying, I'm a marijuana enthusiast. I enjoy marijuana. I enjoy the, the, the benefits of it. And um, I'm definitely pro-legalization. And, you know what I'm saying, it seems like, it seems like it's been a no-brainer for the longest. But Virginia, 
because is on it. And I think this is because ever since Northam was caught in that blackface, he been doing a lot of progressive shit. Sometimes you need to put a little little fire to their feet. You know what I'm saying? And there's even there's even been some legislation for the LGBTQ plus community. There was some legislation that passed this past week that um, if in the incident of violence against transgenders, you can't use a certain type of defense. So you know what I'm saying, Virginia? Who knew Virginia would be such a progressive state? It went it blue. Progressive. It went, it went blue. Voted for Biden in the past election. Maybe you need to come back, Bruce. Maybe. They, they may be. You know what I'm saying? They, they, uh, yeah. So like, uh, they put the fire on this niggas, niggas ass. And he's me, and he's pushing a lot of laws, man. So shout out to Virginia, man. I would have never thought Southern State would, you know, legalize marijuana, but they're the first one. So, uh, you know, yeah, man. I wonder if it, we'll, we'll we'll see start we'll start to see people just openly sparking up joints. Yeah, yeah. I still I feel still feel like they're gonna find ways to crack down, you know, especially when people like smoking, driving, having it in their car. But you know, for the most part, weed is almost fully legal in Virginia, and we love it. Any else? Anything you think we missed, man? We I think we were pretty efficient. I think we got them real. Everything I had on my list. Yeah, man. Um, but now we have a new segment. That's a fun. I want to introduce to the to the podcast. It is kind of like a little game show, a little scenario. Uh, there were little scenarios that we're gonna start introducing to the podcast. And the the part this segment is called what. Would a player do? Okay, I'm all here. So let's go. We need the we need the, some quiz show music right now. Yes, we do. I feel like I need that 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 long skinny microphone from the Price Is Right. You know what I'm saying? Like my man Bob Barker used to have. That's exactly um, the music what, I was thinking of. <laughs> what would a, come on down? The play we pick a player out the crowd and be like, come up and you gotta answer these questions. If you don't keep a player, you don't win the prizes. If you keep a player, you win the grand prize. The grand prize is. I got an idea. Know. We'll talk about this later, though. We, yeah, I would yeah. love to bring in people. Well, actually, I'll talk about it now. I would love to bring in people in for this, specifically this segment. Oh, yes. And ask them what would a player do and then see if their, their response is very player. See if you can get a more player response. And what is the most player response? Yeah. So for this week's scenario on what would a player do, we had something that went semi viral on Twitter. It was a, um, a post made by a gentleman. And his uh, friend, who just so happened to be a female, uh, not female, a woman, can't say that. Um, but um, and they were advocating. Chris, can you can you find the post while I'm talking? Yeah, yes. They were advocating for best friend dates, and I guess these are best friends of the opposite sex. Um, getting dressed up, going out to a very nice dinner as a form of uh, self uh, as a form of recreation and having fun with each other. So let's see. So says, let's normalize friendship dates. Let's normalize friendship dates. Okay. Now I have no problem with uh, friends friends going out to eat, friends going out to do any number of activities: bowling, uh, skating, uh, bike riding, playing basketball, and friends of both both sexes doing this, but. 
when you put the word date into it, friendship dates, it seems like there may be a connotation or undertone of possible uh, sexual attraction or possible flirtation. And especially from the post that this uh, gentleman, was the gentleman the one who made the post? Yes. The gentleman made the post, normalize. We've heard this word, normalize, let's make normal, let's make normal. There's a lot of things that should be normalized, you know what I'm saying? Like slapping the shit out of somebody when they say something racist to you. That should be normalized, especially, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, not tolerating disrespect from someone should be normalized. Um, but I don't know if friendship dates, especially in the manner that this man did it, because he they, they got dressed up, they made it a point to make a post on social media. Mm -hmm. Now, it's nobody's business when you go out to eat with your friends. It's, but, sure. but, but it's no problem with you sharing it. But the, 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 the formal attire that they have on, the closeness that they, and I have no problem with you hugging your friend, being close to your friend, taking pictures with your friend, but especially when the friend seems to be attractive or you seem to be attractive, people are gonna wonder and say a lot of things about you. Maybe, are they just friends? What are they really doing? Are they putting this, as, as this friendship just a ploy for them to be fucking on the low and, and act like they're just friends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm gonna put this on Chris. You're the first contestant on what we're playing. All right, <clears throat> let's go, let's get it. If you were a play, if you, you are a player and you're in this scenario where someone asks you to go on a friendship date, they say, hey, we should put on, a, put on some dress clothes, put on a tie, put on a blazer, put on some hard bottom shoes and we're gonna get out this ring light and we're gonna take videos together. And we're gonna go out together. But hey, it's not a date, it's a friendship date. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. What would a player like you do? Player like me, it's a good, good situation, a good, good question, because a player like me knows that it's okay and it we and I a player condones having female friends and having platonic female friendship. A player like me also knows where to draw, draw a line. Mm, one point for the player. Okay. Drawing, drawing uh, the line. Drawing. A player, a player like me knows what a date is. Two points for the player. <laughs> if you, let's date. look up the definition of a date. This is of a date. Drawing the line. A date in the dictionary is a social or romantic appointment or engagement. Romantic is in the definition. Another point for the player. Yes. So those lines that I'm drawing right now are just for all of us to make sure that there are no lines being crossed later. Mm. You know, after the date, yeah. what happens after the date? Listeners, I want you to listen to what this player just said. What happens after the date i and i want to post some more questions i'm gonna put some more on this scenario you're both dressed up you both go out say you go you decide to go on the friendship date you mm -hmm. didn't they didn't even call it that to you but they say hey get dressed up let's go out you go out sure, we could do that start consuming alcohol start eating food it's just you two you're enjoying each other's company you both look good mm -hmm. what happens after the date as a player, my player instincts are to, if we've been drinking, having a good time, this is my homegirl. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think I would even be in this situation, to be honest. Like, I would like, we can go get food. Mm. We can go get drinks, but we're not going on a friendship date. Like, I think when you put terms and like, as a player, when you, when you put terms on things, like when people, like how women and men both want um, labels, mm-hmm. it changes things, gets things out of the gray area. So yes. if I'm if I'm keeping this out of this gray area, this is what I know what a date is. Saying mm-hmm. let's go get some food, let's go kick it. That keeps it friendly, and I won't feel like there's any type of feelings that could be involved on any sides. So I'm saving her heartache, and I'm saving myself heartache at the end of the day. That is a great response, Chris. Now I'm going to throw in the the uh, wild card. Boom. Sure. Say, you or your friend has a significant other what role do you think the significant other would play in said friendship after or during or in the friendship date occurring how do you think that would play out how do you think that would play out if she had a, uh if we went on a friendship date and she had a significant other i'm immediately the op if i wasn't before like you know like men can have female friends and women can have male friends and they can have significant others. That's fine. When you start putting it like this label, bro, this label, and, and, and you know what? Getting suited and booted and wearing freaking dresses. And that's what I want to say right now. I want to use this word and the display that you are yeah. putting on. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna join the game right now because it's more, it's, it's not about you having a friend as a female, it's the, the display that you decide to put on for this friend of yours. This is the display that I am more commonly am, and really only accept from someone who I see on a romantic or possible romantic level. Right. Now, when we talk about posting, that, is, that, that, that holds a lot of weight in uh, relationships uh, real relationships, especially posting on social media for, for multiple people to weigh in on and put their energy and their, uh, their, their, their perceptions and all that shit onto it. So it's the display for me. (laughs) Why do you feel the need to put on this display of your friendship? Especially when you have a significant other, when you can put on a display in the exact same manner, that's going to look the exact same way. And we're going to think, oh, they're in love. Or they're in like. You're you're immediately the op. Immediately. Immediately. Both of you become the op. She becomes the yeah. op to your girlfriend. She, you become the op to her boyfriend. And now we're questioning whether even even if this is, let's say this is a platonic friendship, a platonic friendship. You guys have never done anything physical together. You you don't plan to do anything physical together. You guys are bro, this is my bro, this is my sis. The optics and the display that you guys are putting on makes uh, this player think that the player that goes on that date is going to be playing in some panties at the end of the night. And then just imagine you wake up and your significant other's friends, friend has a montage uh, uh, collage, collage of y'all going nasty and you didn't know anything about this you know what i'm saying she wearing the nice dress you know the frequent dress you know the sexy dress 
Hey, she she don't wear that often for you. And now she wearing that looking good. And you're like, oh, you going out with the girls. Now I'm going out with my man. He's going out with your food. You're going out with the girls. No, I'm going out with my man. Where y'all going? Where y'all going? Like it's hey. like there needs to be a good excuse. Like oh, it's a it's a work event, and he needs a plus one or something like that. I don't know, but I'm still not even rocking with that one. You could wear a regular dress or something like that. Like that's a frequent dress. That is, the, there's a high slit in that dress. Nah, not around me, Playboy. I think in one picture your faces were touching. Why you get? Why you put on a good beat? Put the put the eighty percent. Put the fifty percent. Listen, if you're going to if you're going to date with a nigga in your sweatpants, with your hair tied, with a cap on, and y'all go get some Five Guys, bring me back some Five Guys. Sure, I I don't even care if you go get like, a real player like me. I'm like, look, if you want to even go get drinks with the nigga, cool. Come back, you gonna miss Mrs. Nasty time. You know what I'm saying? I'm with that. But, you know, I'm just, you know, uh, single people are talking about relationships, what they do, what do in a relationship is probably the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Very true. Lightning round. Chris, what if someone would say that your opposition to these friendship dates is because you have a weak ego and are insecure? Wrong because I'm literally the definition of. of uh, <laughs> Great answer. Great. I went on a friendship date. Now I'm engaged. <laughs> oh, so you're telling me from personal experience that your friendship yeah. date turned into an engagement. But we weren't even going. We weren't even dressing up. We were just going to get food. And now look, now I'm engaged. So now, what now I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna get back into the game right now. I want to say this. Nature is a real thing. Nature, things that happen without your control, things that happen just by the nature of men and women being together. There's, there might be attraction, there might be pheromones, especially you smell good, I look good. We're having a good time, we're laughing, we're joking, we're hugging, a kiss happens. A line, like you said, drawing the line. A line gets crossed, whether by the woman or by the man. This seems like not a friendship date to me. This seems like all the makings of a sexual encounter to me. Seems like a friend zoned to me, a two, three friend zone. Oh, oh, you just hit it on the head. Now, what do you say to the nigga? This, first of all, to me, it seems like this is some gay bestie shit. Now, girls, if you got a gay best friend and he's a man, this seems like exactly what you and your gay best friend would do. I don't know how player it is. For you to get dressed up, spray on cologne, get your hair cut, put on your heart bottoms, put on a blazer, she put on a freaking dress, and you go out to eat with a woman that you have no sexual attraction towards. I don't know, bro. I don't know how clear that is. And I would not say that has anything to do with ego or insecurity or, or, or toxic knowing masculinity. Yourself. Knowing yourself. Or toxic masculinity. You are adding, it's like the powder puff girls. You put in dick, pussy, High heels, liquor, good skin, good smells, and think what's gonna come out of it is a friendship date. That this shit ain't even happening during the. This shit ain't even happening. Listen, this shit ain't even happening during the daytime. This shit is some. This is like some nighttime activities. And oh no! Nah. 
and finish this line. And this is this is for this is for the win. The freaks come out at night. What 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 what? <laughs> we have our fucking winner of what would a player do? The in the in the answer he got correct. The freaks come out at night. I think this man has proved what a player should do, what a player would do, and a player won't do. And that's go on. I can even like I can like I'm just talking now. Like I can even imagine like, you know, you have a group of friends, you know what I'm saying? As you girls and guys, you know, you all went to college together, you know, and you guys go out as a group and get, you know, suited and booted. That's cool. That works. But also I've also known that people be fucking in groups of friends too. So I just (laughs) (laughs) it's common. It, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. So it's like I, I'm not. I'm not saying like I. I believe thoroughly believe women and men can be best. You know, best friends. I also believe that you need to have boundaries if there isn't. If there are at least a a, a a little bit of attractiveness between the two people. Yes, like, you're not ugly, and I'm not ugly. We're gonna at least try it out one time. Like yeah. the, it's like like I said, it's like you put this shit into a pot, and it's like, what's the odds of what coming out of the pot? Some some fucking is like you know what I'm saying, like don't let no Isley brothers. Or go you on. gotta be like the best wingman ever, where I don't. Or even you play. gotta be, or you gotta be a gay bestie. I don't even think you gotta be a gay bestie. I just think you gotta be the best wingman ever. Like I just think you yeah. like you've been putting me onto so many bitches that I don't even want to look at you. But see, there you go, there you go. The point of the best friend date i wouldn't even call it that anymore if we're going out and we're going out for to find you a man and find me a girl that's not a best friend date oh yeah we just kicking it now we going out hunting <laughs> yeah we yeah. going out what they what they say we're going out on the prowl yeah you're gonna be my my girl wingman and i'm gonna be your wing your man wingman and i'm gonna i'm gonna funnel joints to you you're gonna funnel joints to me and i get and guess what that answers the question you said what happens after the date what, well, my question: What happened during the date? Are you guys? If they, they would have said, if they would have said, we went to dinner, and after that, we went to go drink, get drinks, and she helped me get like two bitches, and I helped her get a nigga. I'd be like, oh, cool, I get it now. Like y'all were getting y'all pre-gaming for the actual event. I get that, but this, like, y'all just going out to hang out and eat and look at each other's faces and shit for two hours. That part, looking at each other's faces. That's that's what I'm saying though. It's just like. And this is what I really want to get to now. Now that we've we've realized what a player would do, what a player won't do, it's this normalized shit. Everything yeah. don't need to be motherfucking normalized, okay? Motherfuckers learn that word just like motherfuckers learn the word toxic, and they can't fucking stop saying shit. Yeah. Normalize this. Normalize bald niggas getting hair pieces. Normalize fat bitch. Fat, I was about to say fat bitch. <laughs> Normalize, normalize fat women twerking at the Lakers game. Normal, listen, everything does not be. You don't need to normalize this, my brother. You don't need to normalize you putting on a big ass display for social media. Because let's just say what it's for. Put on a big ass display for social media to say, "Oh, I got a sexy friend, and I'm a sexy friend," and but we're not fucking. You want attention? Let's just normalize just saying, "Hey, look at me. I want attention." Normalize that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm more than happy with a staying with the days where women 
put on a bad dress, and they take a picture where they show their ass to the camera. Just do that. <laughs> or, or a nigga, or you post a twerk video. Why don't you just do that? Or a nigga, wear sweatpants and, and let you wear gray sweatpants and post a picture and post a picture of your gray. I'll need, I can't believe I just said it. But I'm more ready to normalize that than I'm ready to normalize this shit. It's wild, bro. And for reference, I want to say this. Just like Briss said at the beginning, there's no problem with a woman having a male friend. There's no problem with a man having a woman friend. There's no problem with y'all going out to eat. No problem with y'all going out to get food or even going out to get drinks. What's problem and what makes this the least player thing that I've seen, well, not the least player thing I've seen in 2021, but one of the least player things I've seen in 21 is the display that you felt like you needed to put on and then lie to people and call it a friendship group. That sounds like something a woman would make up, though. Like, sounds like a term. Like, ain't no niggas making up no friendship date. Like, I don't even think niggas even know that. No, you know who's doing it? The simp nigga. The Derek Jackson nigga. True. The nigga that's trying to say, oh, no, I'm not trying to fuck you. Take a shot of tequila. This is a friendship date. Come here, hug me. No, I wasn't trying to put my tongue in your mouth. I was just trying to make you <laughs> face. The nigga that made this shit up, that nigga's trying to strike that joint. And he wants everyone to say on the internet, oh, y'all look good together. Why aren't y'all going on a date? Yeah. It's some corny ass, unplayer ass way to try to fuck a girl. Or for a girl that's trying to get the attention of a nigga, if she tries to propose it. This shit is not player. I know that. Yeah. Shit is not player. And what a player would do is tell her ass, fuck no, I'm not putting on no blazer. Let's go get some. Let's go get some Popeyes, and we'll eat the shit, in the, and we'll we'll eat the shit, and then you could go home and, and try to and find get on Tinder, and I'm gonna get on Tinder. That's yeah. a that's a friendship date. Help me fix my Tinder profile while you fix your Tinder profile, and I'll tell you what niggas want to see. You tell me what girls want to see. Look, we niggas even go to Applebee's and shit. You know, we we'll go to Chipotle. We can go. Like, I'm not going to Rupert's with no nah, fam. No, you're trying to fuck. <laughs> Let's call, listen, let's call a spade a spade. Stop trying to normalize some fuckery. And come on, bro. No, this shit is so, this shit is so transparent. You, it's so transparent. If you, if you was really doing this shit, why you had to take a picture? Why, why, why'd you have, why'd you have to post it? Why'd you have to ask everybody about it? It's an age old question, man. Age old question. I feel like he brought it and tried to make it go viral, but. It went, listen, it went many viral niggas, because niggas, it was, it was, we can't, I can't stand for, the internet can't stand for fuck shit. That's the one thing that, that's always been on brand. The foolishness. I, 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 listen, just for the record, I'm going to say it again. No problem with men and women being friends. No problem with y'all going out to get food. But once you call it a friendship date and you ask decide to post a collage of pictures of y'all together, everyone is going to, Y'all want to use that everyone think y'all fucking energy to, for something. I don't know what you're using it for. I really don't. Yeah. If I post, if I post a picture of me and a woman together, <laughs> come on, son. A collage? A collage? You put a collage, my nigga. You took four pictures and picked the best four and put them together and posted it. Sick. You probably had like 30 in a tub. So thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode. In the first iteration of what would a player do? We'll be back with more player questions with 
more player answers and another player contestant, or maybe we'll get a simp contestant. Who knows? <laughs> Thank you. Well, this has been a very enlightening. It's a good episode. I have one question. Uh, and I feel like I never thought about this question before. And this could be another question for players, but it's getting hot outside. Mm. And the player asks, uh, a potential player asks, what do you do for chafing? Do you lotion your balls? <laughs> or do you put baby, like, you know, baby, baby powder's been canceled oh, as of recently? Because, you know, it causes that's a good question. What do I do for chafing? Well, first of all, you got to kind of, the material you decide to wear kind of have matters too. You got to make sure you have the right size shit on. Because sometimes mm -hmm. it happens just because maybe your drawers are too big or your drawers are too small. Pieces of your flesh are touching each other that maybe should be covered, especially mm -hmm. between your legs, between your balls and shit. You know what I'm saying? The right size underwear can reduce a lot of that shit. Sure. Yeah. But to put on it, I think definitely um you just need to I would use a good moisturizing lotion, not one that's too thick and heavy, but uh the powder, I don't you ain't getting no play with no powder on your green balls. Uh, so so you do more so you do pause, you do like lotion your balls, pause, like or your inner thighs. Like I do. Pause, I'm not yes. Gonna lie. yes, yes. <laughs> Cause I lotion my inner thighs, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, yeah. I'm gonna tell you a story back in the day. Uh, I was talking to this girl, and I used—I told her she was like, she's like, oh, you got to shower, some, some. I was like, yeah, I get out of the shower. I didn't lotion my whole body when I got out the shower. <laughs> you just lotion the top, the half that shows. I would put on my shit, and I would lotion whatever was showing. So yeah. like, my arm down or my knees, my leg. <laughs> if I didn't, if I if I wasn't wearing shorts, then my knees was not gonna be lotion. <laughs> but she, um, one second. Text me. Can you hear me? Are you here? Okay, are you at the, I'm sorry. Are you here? All right. Um <laughs> yes. So I uh oh it didn't break. Um yeah, so I uh I just after that interaction, I decided I was like, oh shit, um I need to start lotioning my whole body. That's a good thing. Uh, I think I learned that about. Uh, I learned that around 26, 25, that yeah, I need to lotion parts of the body that even that don't show. So, because you know, you start chafing around your, your thighs, inner thighs, and your balls, and it's just not, it's not a good, it's not a good feeling. Pull up, I'm in the hallway. Let me get out the hallway. You talk about chafing. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, um, yeah. So, for this young player, man, you know, Get some good moisturizing lotion for anyways for your whole body. Get some good moisturized lotion, but you know, really take care of your your parts, your pieces, because it's gonna take care of you later. And uh, from experience, women don't like when you pull out an ashy dick. It's not. I feel like it hasn't worked in my favor pulling out an ashy dick. You know what I'm saying? And just sounds like if it, damn, you pulled out ashy dick. I, I pulled out an ashy dick before. It, it, I didn't get the best receptiveness of it, and um, I, would imagine, I would imagine you would. But um, it is very important. I would just say moisturizing, especially in between your legs and you know your genitals. That should definitely happen. It's um, it's a necessity. Don't be like me and be <laughs> moisturized from your elbow down, but then ashy 
and your whole chest and your whole legs. You know, it's just yeah. it's that's some that's some young nigga shit. You know, you need to make sure that your your, your body's moisturized. You know, it's, it's getting hot outside. You know, people are going back outside again. So, you know, it's going to be hot girl summer. It's going to be hot, you know, city boy summer. I want you guys to be safe out there for my young men uh, that's trying to get lots of women. We, we, we just think pulling out dick or, you know, pulling your dick out, it's just going to get it done. And, you know, but you care about, you know, the woman's vagina in her area, how it looks. So you need to take care of yourself too, you know, take care of your, your, your nether regions down there, you know, say nice little shape up of that, of that, you know, that area, you know, have something nice for her to look at, because if it's nice for her to look at, it's nice for her to put it in her mouth. So yes, 100% manscaping is a uh, very player. Yeah. We don't, we don't think about that as a, as young, young lads, you know, you don't want to pull out just full bush. That's, just, that's not player. It's not player anymore. 100%. Full bush, wow. Um, yeah. You have anything, uh, anything to get us through the week? Um, we head out? You know, it is I don't got nothing day. motivational, but I do want to just read something to you guys, and maybe you guys can um, receive this. It's something called cognitive dissonance. Mm. Okay. Cognitive dissonance refers to a situation involving conflicting attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors, okay? For example, when people smoke and they know that it causes cancer, that's the, that's the cognition, they're in a state of cognitive dissonance. You know that what you're doing is not good for you, but you decided that you're gonna ignore it or you're gonna be like, well, I know this, I'm, it's conflicting belief. You're like, dang, I wanna be healthy, but dang, I like to smoke. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cognitive dissonance, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes in life, you have to, uh, actually this, this kind of will be most motivational. You kind of have to stand on your beliefs and your values and you can't, and you shouldn't have cognitive dissonance in some things. There's some things that should be plain and, and, um, and not shades of gray. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Always lean on your morals and values and understand that sometimes Something, if something is bad for you, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't entertain it. You shouldn't be around it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to conflict with your beliefs and your values. Boom. Look, I found something. I found something. Nice and simple. <clears throat> and as we wrap this up, I want to say thank you for all the listeners. You know, appreciate you holding on to us. You know, we're a couple, we're a day, day late. We're going to drop this, uh, you know, right after this joint. I have to re-record. Um, remember to follow us on social media, Twitter, our personal Twitters, Instagrams, the Miles Talks page on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube, watch our joints, you know what I'm saying? Uh, subscribe, review, rate, share it, let people know about us. And, uh, you know, on a path to player them, there are three rules to success, two. Three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous. It's about time for snowfall to come on, so you know what time Hell I'm yeah, on. man. We just ended right in time. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> so, you know, we'll check y'all uh, next week, baby. Peace. All right. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart, it's a celebration, bitches. Nahaim, I wish for you 100 years of success.
success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Look at how I'm chilling, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. 